Yes, yes, everybody. Welcome back to the FIFA Play On podcast. I'm Enya Luko, and on this week's episode, we're talking to an England international who has more than a couple of strings to her bow. We chat style, captaincy, club rivalries, and lots, lots more. And in this week's edition of Versus, my co-host Alvaro and I try to discern which musicians and footballers have the biggest online clout. It's all coming up on this week's Play On. Right, let's get to it and find out who we're talking to in today's Fieldwork interview. Hello everyone, this is Fieldwork, the part of Play On where we chat to a footballer about their life, their career and what makes them tick. And maybe a bit of music too. This week it's the turn of Arsenal and England player Leah Williamson. Leah is what some people would call a one-club woman. She signed for Arsenal Youth when she was nine and has been with the North London side ever since. She's played for her country at pretty much every youth level and now at 24 she's captained the England senior team. What an achievement. Leah, welcome to Play On and how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Um, that was a nice little intro, actually. It sounded quite good. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, you've done me a few favours there. Leah, let's start with uh, your recent achievement, amazing achievement at the tender age of 24 of captaining your country. Obviously, um, you know, we know Steph was ruled out of the World Cup qualifiers with an ankle injury and the new manager, Serena Weigman, presented you with the armband. How did that feel? Like, it's just, it's such a massive achievement at such a young age. Is it something that you ever thought about? Or is it, was it just kind of, it just happened? It's probably like the biggest honour that you could have. I'm very passionate about playing for my country anyway. So to wear the armband was um, a special day for me and my family. But yeah, I don't, I think the way I reflect on it is, captaincy is not really something that I think people right. should chase I think I feel like it's one of those things that crosses your path if it's meant to kind of thing and I would never want anybody else to be chasing it because you'd not be being true to yourself so then when obviously Serena asked me it feels so nice because it's like well somebody else has recognized that in you and it's not necessarily something that's ever on the agenda so I, yeah it was nice and I just to be honest I just tried to take it all in like you say Steph was ruled out and it was sort of a last minute thing. Um, so yeah, I just just tried to soak it all in and, and have as good of a day as I could and we won. So I think that was a uh, job done. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Congrats on that. I mean, that must be such a crazy feeling. And, uh, you know, going back to, to, to your childhood, is it, how did you grow up with football? Is it, do you come from a, from like a football house or, or how was it? Yeah. So I actually come from a split household of Arsenal mm-hmm. and Spurs fans. Um, my dad's Spurs, my mum's Arsenal. So two sides of the family right. are completely different, but absolutely football crazy. Um, so yeah, we're we're a, a football and a music family. So it's quite nice to, that obviously I've been able to be successful and obviously play for my mm-hmm. my team that I support anyway. Uh, it's a bit of a fairy tale. Yeah, I mean, and where's the music part? Where does that come from? Uh, all over, really. Um, my mum's side of the family, we've got, uh, her uncle was in a band. My granddad was in a band. Uh, we just all, yeah, I, I don't know the last time we all hung out without listening to music. <laughs> My grandma used to have a stereo. You know, if you were around the house, it would be on. It's a given. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I don't yeah. know, just just a bit of both, really. Sport and music and all sorts of sort of roles into one. And you said it there, Leah, like, you know, playing for Arsenal, your childhood club, is like, you know, a, a dream come true for you. And I forget, you know, I feel like you've been around for so long (laughs) and you're only 24. 
like I forget and you obviously you, you you know you're so mature you've got such a wise head on your shoulders you must have seen so many legends like you well you have you've seen so many great players through your Arsenal career who's the teammate that's had the most impact on you like you you've played with Tobin Heath Kim Little like you know the list is endless who is the teammate that's like yeah had the most impact that you've learned the most from I think that there's there's, like you say, there's been so many, like in terms of like legends wise mm. and, and people that I grew up just admiring so much, uh, like Kelly, Alex, um, people like that, where I've, I tried to take as much from them as I could and, and listen to obviously listen to everything that they say and, and do and sort of just watch them because I think that they all had such different qualities. But I think looking back now, it's probably Kim Little. Um, wow. obviously I've been a, a little bit older since she's returned to the squad and she is the ultimate professional and I think I've learned that I would never try and be Kim because I think it's number one it's impossible and number two the way she's programmed I suppose is is different to me but the way that I think I would like to be thought of in the same way off the pitch as Kim was you know like right. that that's the ultimate in terms of the respect right. but then on the pitch still delivering you know like She's just got the balance completely right. And what she does on a football pitch, how she leads by example, I think is um, an important lesson to be learned. You know, you can do the most by just being reliable and, and being what the team needs you to be. So I'd take him. Yeah, luckily that she's still here and I still get to, to sort of play with her and learn off her every day. Yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that's a great choice. And and I think you're on your way there for sure. I think you have that that respect in the game already so I hope so if I can be anything on this you know even on the same wavelength as Kim for then uh, I think I've I've done well I think anybody would have done well Leah you know we're um in this this podcast is not only about football you know it's and it's perfect because your background is really great you know with the music and all and I'm here for the music kind of vibe and um I've heard you know a little bird told me that you get you're like kind of this <laughs> dressing room dressing room DJ you know and I don't know if that's you know I want you to tell me if that's true and and what kind of music you play there you know how is how is the atmosphere when you're DJing in the dressing room Yeah so uh, I have been yeah I am um I'm I'm delegating a bit more now um, there's a couple <laughs> of couple of people in the team that that uh, <laughs> Yeah, they, they've got some tunes as well, so I'm keeping it fresh. But um, we actually have quite a varied music taste at Arsenal. But the girls love... I mean, I, I don't know. You find many sports teams that whether the players don't like music, but mm. um, everybody here's really into it. So, yeah, we have literally... I, I hate answering this question because it sounds like I'm just copping out, but everything from, I don't know, cheesy, like, sing-alongs to... Like Classics. what? Like Spice Girls, um, Backstreet Boys? What do you mean? <laughs> yes, yes, Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys. Like we'll have a bit of High School Musical oh, in there. Amazing. I don't know, like whatever anyone can musical. sing to. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and then you go to like, like I say, like old school tunes. You know, a bit of Elton John, Whitney Houston, whatever, whatever everybody's thinking of uh, at the time. But it's normally, to be fair, we have a team. They're quite vocal about what they don't like. If the song comes and they don't like it somebody just shouts next and we have to move on. So. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, it's hard to please everybody. Yeah. It's kind of, you have like, I kind of imagine you have like this set playlist and then when a new song comes in, everyone's like, oh God, I'm going to introduce a new song. I'm going to try to do it like in a party yeah. and I'm going to try to do it without anyone noticing. Let's see how people react. And then people just <laughs> yeah, turn around. That, next. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very disheartening, actually. Um, but yeah, I, I normally make a playlist and then by the end it's just filled with songs from the queue anyway because everybody pipes up and says what they want to listen to. So. And do you like even fight for the aux cable? I don't know. if. Well, I mean, I'm not fighting with anybody, but they might be fighting <laughs> with me. I don't know. There could be a revolt going on that I'm not aware of. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's a couple of people that have linked up to the speaker, to the Bluetooth click. They're, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm on it today. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, you roll with it. Please a crowd. Dressing room DJ is pressure as well. Like it's, it's, it's not an easy job at all. Mm-hmm. No. And Leah, am I right in saying your granddad was in a band with a top 40 hit? And some of your musical talent comes from him. <laughs> you know, I've heard you're learning the piano. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so my granddad... Um, yeah, he did. He had a top 40 UK hit. He was in a band called The Good Time Losers. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. A song called Trafalgar Square. So keeping it true to, true to his roots and whatnot. So yeah, it's cool. I'm a, it's a shame I'm not at home because I've got his record on the wall. Oh, nice. Um, wow. But yeah, he's, um, it's cool. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, my, my uncle says he's a little bit pitchy in the, in the song, but I, I choose to be blissfully ignorant <laughs> to it. Um, he was, yeah, he was the singer, but yeah, so I don't know. I've just always loved music. And I think Mm. I didn't really learn as a child, you know, growing up playing football, I'd never really took music lessons or anything, but I'm just, I just addicted to it and I just want to be involved in it as much as I can. So yeah, at the start of lockdown, it's my birthday, the first week of the very first lockdown. Um, so I got a, a keyboard for my birthday and yeah, just taught myself to play. So I'm at the stage where I can read music. Wow. And and yeah, I've got a couple couple of songs in my locker, but I'm not <laughs> I'm by no means available for any uh any appearances yet. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just well, I, just let it, let us know and we'll be there yeah. when you have your first performance. Yeah. I don't wanna miss that. Yeah. <laughs> do you take lessons or do you t- do you just teach yourself? Yeah, no, I just uh I downloaded an app. Wow. Which it seems to be the way that we do everything these days. But yeah, just downloading an app and it's quite cool, yeah. It just taught me. The, I'm, obviously I'm not like ready for you know Beethoven or something but a little Shania Twain or or, or something like that I can, nice. I can manage to figure it out yeah Shania Twain that's legendary love, it's good I to sing along good crowd pleaser Who thought they were pretty smart But you've got being right down to an art You think you're a genius, you drive me up the wall You're a regular, original, know-it-all Okay, so you're a rocket scientist. That don't impress me much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lovely, Annie. You can you can sing and I can play the piano. Oh my god, what a band! Yeah, I see that <laughs> dressing room concerts is kind yeah. of like kind of involved from DJ to shows. And uh, Leah, I also read that you you like fashion too, and you're you're kind of um, you know you did a shoot for the face, and uh, you've done interviews for Vogue um, a few years ago. Is that something you you like to kind of complement with with football? Is that something that interests you, in, like kind of in the personal part? One hundred percent. I think that my favorite part of like my day is figuring out what I'm going to wear. Or I mean, I'm a, I'm addicted to buying new clothes, and I rarely throw things out. So yeah, I don't know. I just it's a bit deep, uh, I suppose. But I just think, especially when I put clothes on. I don't do it for anyone else's benefit. I don't do it for, mm. it's the one time that I'm, I completely do it for me. 
you know, you go out sometimes and I'd say to my cousin, you know, my cousin or whatever, like, do I, do I look good? And she's like, well, other people aren't going to be wearing that. And I'm like, that's not the question I asked. Like, do, do I look good? Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing this. This is what I'm going out in. And I just think it's a, it's a way to express yourself, which is, I suppose, you know, football is about that as well. It's the same in, in uh, music and fashion. If you, I don't know, it's an, it's just an opportunity to show who you are. And I just quite like, that and I like learning about other people I think that's why fashion interests me because I think you can tell a lot about somebody where sure. they wear their clothes yeah it's kind of an expression of yourself right it's it's, uh, it's yeah. a way yeah. of you know your self-confidence and I know I know everyone you know if I wear a suit I kind of feel like I'm you know James Bond or yeah. somebody you know something else <laughs> feel more, much more self-confident than you know wearing just something else and exactly and I was because I was wondering now that you were explaining this is it is it common because if if you're wearing you know the the shirts and the uniforms and the England team and Arsenal and everything is that something that also comes from there maybe that you can you know in, in your job you're, you're like kind of you got uniform I mean, yeah in brackets limited you know you're uniformed so maybe in, the, in your personal life you want to kind of experiment more with that yeah I think so um, because this is what it always makes me laugh because my mom will say to me, Oh Lee, you look scraggy today. Or, you know, when I'm on the football pitch and I'm like, yeah, mom, cause that's, that's work. Like I'm not. That's a mom thing though. That's a mom <laughs> yeah. thing. I always tell too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm like, no, I think because you're so restricted to what you can wear. And when I'm at football and I, you know, it is my job, I, I would never really play around with it because I just, I'm there to be focused and be professional. So as soon as I step away from football, I'm like, right let's go the most bizarre or outrageous thing I can wear it's normally on yeah that's a good balance yeah I love what you said about the the measure of your own fashion is what you think about yourself yeah I love that I think that's um I think that's that's definitely something we should be telling like a lot of our next generation because we're always like looking like what do you think yeah, what do you like... think but I love the fact and I can tell that about I can tell that about your fashion sense like you're so kind of comfortable in what you're wearing and and that makes it look so good so yeah, I love I think that it's the most important thing yeah I can see uh, a Leah Williamson fashion line at some I point know. I need to find an investor <laughs> in your career oh, sure so now we're going to move into the quick fire section Leah um I'm just going to respond with the first thing that comes to your head the questions are arranged into past present and future so let's get right, right to the beginning what is your first footballing memory uh I remember going to my first trial. I was six and, yeah, playing with the boys, walking in thinking, oh, I'm not sure if this is for me because I was so nervous. And, yeah, training one session with the boys, that was it. I got the fever. <laughs> and what was the first match you went to? To be fair, the first football game I went to with my grandma was Tony Adams' testimonial, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I also went to a Spurs game with my dad, so you'll have, they'll probably fight out which one came first. <laughs> <laughs> I guess which one you remember, you, you probably remember yeah, the Tony Adams yeah, testimonial whole, better yeah, than the Tottenham yeah. one, right? <laughs> Tottenham's gone, I don't. Yeah, and <laughs> and your first footballing hero? Thierry Henry. Oh, of course. The guy. Easy answer. Henry. Wow. Easy answer. Incredible one, yeah. So bringing it into the present, uh, do you have any pre-match rituals that you do? Uh, yes, so my dad wrote me a poem when I was 17, uh, Oh. and yeah I keep it in my bag it's just nice sometimes I don't I don't stick to it I don't like to have any like superstitions in case you can't do them but mm. if I uh sit down and get a minute I'll I'll always read that oh that's that's such a a good one I mean <laughs> also family wise I, I think that's a really good balance before going into a match 
Um, what's the best place that football has taken you? Oh, I'd say Japan. Mm-hmm. I think that's my ultimate, like, I just don't have a bad word to say about it. The country, the people, the football. Alvaro, you lived in yeah. Japan, right? For like 10 years? Well, I lived there when I was, you know, I was 10 years old. I came back with 17. So I kind of, wow. as a teenager growing up there, I was just going to karaoke's all day. You know, <laughs> and, and just not knowing, not knowing where I was in the, in the train station. There's huge train stations there. And you're like 11 going from one station to another saying, okay, maybe this way. And then you turn up on the other side of Tokyo. But yeah, it's it's a great place, you know. Yeah, I the love food, it. I love the food, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, food as well. What does what does the coming year have in store for you, Leah? You know, we've talked about your England captain, obviously you're playing with Arsenal, you've got fashion, you've got music, you've got the whole world <laughs> as your oyster. What is what is next for you? Um, I think it's a big year football wise for me. Um, time to sort of show up be reliable prove that I can be maybe what other people think I you know I I like to sort of repay the trust that other people have given in me so um yeah I suppose showing up at football but for me I don't know I just feel like I'm really sort of grown up now I know that sounds silly but I just uh I feel like I'm maybe closer to the person that that I've sort of been trying to be so I'm gonna stay in the moment a little bit and just try and maybe yeah, just take everything in a bit more this year and just sort of see where see where it takes me. I think after the pandemic, everything opens up and like you say, music, fashion, all that stuff outside football, I think it's a nice time to just sort of see where see where life takes me. Amazing. And can you, and I guess this is always a really hard question because I guess we can only really take sort of one day at a time, one year at a time, but where do you see yourself in like 10 years like do you see yourself owning a fashion label and (laughs) you got so much you got so much this is why you know it's so great to have you on because you've got so much um to you where do you see yourself in 10 years I mean hopefully I'll still have something in my legs and I'll still be playing football (laughs) uh potentially there's a big potential yeah I'd love to be I'd love to be working in in music uh or fashion or maybe both but as we move into modern times, I think footballers have a lot to offer and I'd quite mm. like to bridge that gap between the between those three things that I think will come really hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably, hopefully, the answer is probably better because I don't really know what I want to do to say that I don't want to be in a normal job, <laughs> a nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, like, because that's where, that's yeah. the potential. So hopefully that won't be the case. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think... I'm hoping, I'm I'm hoping that in the next 10 years something will happen and it will just click and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to do now. Um, but I'm just trying to open as many doors as possible now so that, yeah. I don't know, whatever comes my way, I'm sort of ready. That's the right way to do it. You know, now I'm retired. I'm so thankful that I used to plan what I was going to do after I played, whilst I was playing. So that's that's the right way to go about it for sure, to to just keep your options open whilst you're whilst you're doing amazing things on the pitch as well. It's been so great to speak to you about all the amazing things that you're doing. And uh, yeah, you know, thank you for coming on FIFA Play On Podcast. Yes. No, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Have a have a good time. I hope to see you very, very soon. Thanks for chatting. I mean, maybe on a stage somewhere soon. That'll also be nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. Me That's... singing, you on piano, Alvaro, backup singer with the guitar. Yeah. Listen, yeah. we can sell millions of records. What do you mean? We've got something going here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that would be great. The next World Cup. We have to do the soundtrack of the next World Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. The song. <laughs> okay. 
Sawyer Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. So you got the looks, but have you got the touch? Now don't get me wrong, yeah, I think you're alright. But that won't keep me warm in the middle of the night. That don't impress me much. What a legend. I love Leah. She's got such a mature head on young shoulders, and I can't wait to see what the future has in store for her. Okay. On to our versus section. I'm going into this one with a slender lead in the league. Let's see what Alvaro can do about that. All right, everyone. So this is versus. And this is the section of our show where Annie and I go head to head. This is a very exciting moment of the show for me always. And we're, you know, set a different challenge each week. And just like in football match, the winner takes three points. And it's one for a draw. And the loser gets a big fat zero. So we're going to do a sum up after each challenge to see how we're doing in the FIFA Play On Podcast League and see who will be crowned the eventual FIFA Play On Podcast versus champion. But uh, Annie, what do we have this week? So today, Avra, we're going to play who is the biggest deal on Insta. So we're going to think about famous musicians and famous footballers right. who have the most Instagram clout. Yeah, unless you're always Googling it or always like looking it on, up on Instagram, it's going to be pretty difficult, I think. Okay, so first question is, Lil Nas X certainly knows how to build a hype on the internet, but is it enough to cope against US women's soccer legend Alex Morgan? So who has the most followers? Hmm. Is it Lil Nas X or Alex Morgan? I'm going to go with Lil Nas X. I think Alex Morgan has about 7 million, 8 million followers wow. I feel like Lil Nas X has more now because he's like blown up yeah he blew he blew up with the old town road I'm going right yeah yeah um Shame. you're right yes. <laughs> because Lil Nas X has 11 million versus Alex Morgan she has 9.4 million pretty tight though it's very very similar awesome well one nil mm -hmm. we're going to kick off with two mega stars yeah You'll know this guy, Lionel Messi, has a sizable following yes. on Instagram. Oh, it's huge. As does Canadian hip-hop legend Drake. Oh, man. Who oh, has the most Instagram followers, Messi or Drake? This is really tight, I think. Hmm. Is it really tight? It's tight. Yeah, I said I went to on, on Drake's Spotify channel the other day, but I didn't go on Instagram, so I don't... That was, that was a bad mistake. You should have prepared for this moment. Bad mistake. Should have done everything that day. Um, <laughs> I would say, because uh, I was just trying to figure out, you know, footballers' proportion uh, in comparison to musicians. And I think footballers have more than musicians. Uh, but, of course, we're talking about Drake. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about Leo Messi, the world's greatest footballer in history. In my history, at least. I would go with Leo Messi. I'm going to go with Leo Messi. The answer is Lionel Messi. Yes, go Leo. Woo! Clocking in <sighs> a whopping 267 million fans on what? Instagram. Drake only has, well, only. Only. <laughs> Drake only, only yeah. has 93 million. And Leo has 200, so Leo's up, up top. Incredible. Good. 1-1, one, one, Annie, that's good. <laughs> Keeping it interesting. So, the next question is, The Brazilian forward Marta Silva is considered by some to be one of the greatest footballers of all time. But does she have more followers than British rapper sensation? Slow tie. So who has the most followers? Marta 
or a slow tie? Oh, um, well, Marta is one of the greatest female footballers of all time. But I feel like not everybody, unfortunately, not everybody knows that mm-hmm. in the sort of wider scheme of football, right? Yeah. So she may probably have less followers than you would expect for someone who is one of the greatest footballers of all time in the women's yes. game. Um, but I'm going to go with slow tie. Right. Just because he's a rapper, right? That's your guess. Yeah, I just because it's just more generic than... I think it's... Yeah, I'm just trying to process... All right. I mean, I follow Marta. I mean, I think you underestimated the power of women's football because Marta has 2.6 million and Slotai has 641,000 followers. On ah, okay, okay. Well, my bad, my bad. But that's my point. Like, Marta should have way more than 2.6 million followers. Even Do you know so, what I mean? it's very little. Like, yeah, even so, it's very compare, little. Yeah. I mean, Marta is one of the greatest female footballers of all time versus Messi, who we just said has 267 million, right? So that's where I'm, you know, it still should be like, Alex Morgan has 9 million, uh, 7 million. Marta still mm-hmm. only has two. So, yeah, so I got that wrong. Sorry, Marta. My next question is very hard for you, but first give me mine. Let's see. Okay, so here we go. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Spanish singer. You might know this guy. Alvaro yeah. Tuscher Soler. <laughs> That's me. Has amassed. <laughs> That's you. Has amassed quite the following over his illustrious musical career. But does he have more than Nigerian-born English footballing superstar Eni Luko? Me. Who has more Instagram followers, Avaro Soler or Eniolo Luko? <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't know this weird guy, Alvaro Soler. That is correct. Oh. The answer is you, with a very juicy 1.1 million followers, compared to me with 95.4 thousand. But with 50 caps, I mean. So well done. I mean. 100, 102 caps. Oh, 102. Actually. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. We have big guns here as well, okay? The last question is going to be a huge one. You know, Nicki Minaj on one side, incredibly successful US rapper, or Neymar Jr. playing at Barcelona and now playing at PSG's. This is so hard. I'm not going to let you guess. I, I think uh, I think I'm going to go with Neymar. Mm-hmm. Because he's a footballer? No, because he's not just a footballer. He kind of transcends into fashion and, you know, he's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas Nicki Minaj, I'm sure, has huge followers. As well. and on Instagram, she's very artistic. So I'm sure on Instagram, she gains more followers of people that probably don't even listen to her music because she's so kind of... Mm-hmm. Also transcendent. I think she also goes into different... She's transcendent too, but not as much as Neymar, I think. I'm going to go with Neymar. All right. Oh, my God, please. So you're going to be surprised to hear that Neymar only, only in brackets, has three million more followers than Nicki Minaj at 161 million. (laughs) (laughs) And Nicki Minaj has 158. That's really, really tight. Congrats. Yes. That was tough. That really tested me, that one. Yes. I have to go three of three now. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, the pressure is so on you right so now. So big. It's huge. So, your final question. Mm-hmm. Rihanna has been releasing bangers since before Instagram even was a thing. Who has the most followers? Oh, this is tough. Riri or French 
footballing sensation, Kylian Mbappe? I would say Rihanna has more. Yeah, let's go for Rihanna. And let her be my savior for this tournament. Is that your final answer? Yes. The answer is, unfortunately, it's Rihanna. Yes. Right. <laughs> Rihanna has 108 followers. She nearly doubles Kylian Mbappe's 58.5 million followers. These are very popular people. My goodness. Oh my god. That's why it's such a tough game, you know, because it doesn't really matter how famous you are or how much you know them because the Instagram followers, you know, they're, they're like not really representative, I think, you know, and that level of followers. Yeah. You know what this means, Annie? Oh, I know what this means. This is 3-2 to you, Alvaro. Mm-hmm. I won. I always, I always feared that a comeback could happen if I got too excited. Yeah, Spanish comeback the worst well done congratulations incredible I loved it so that leaves us tied in the FIFA play on championship Alvaro great comeback we'll be back with more challenges next week so glad to be back in the game after that versus I've got my momentum now for sure All right, that's a wrap on this episode of the FIFA Play On Podcast. I loved it. So good talking to Leah about football and fashion and music and all that good stuff. We'll be back with more next week, so make sure you subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice and give us a glowing five-star review. Don't forget to follow me, Annie, and FIFA on the socials. You might get to play along with some of our Versus challenges, see a few bits of bonus video content, and get a little glimpse behind the scenes of us recording the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye.